Hello, everyone, and welcome to the In Squash podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Gibson, and this is episode uh, 22. And today, we're delighted to have uh, the greatest Spanish player of all time. Uh, has reached the top 10 in the world on two separate occasions. Uh, he's currently sitting at number 24, but moving up, uh, he's on his way, or now currently in uh, Egypt, playing in the Alguna International. His first round matches later today against Kareem Ali Fatih, who qualified yesterday. Borja Golan is on the show today, and we had a great chat. We covered a lot of ground, including uh, his early days in Spain, uh, his uh, rise to the top uh, 10, which was a cut uh, short a little bit by a serious knee uh, injury, an ACL injury to his knee, uh, but he managed to make it back to the top 10, which uh, we talk a bit about that. And then uh, now that he's 35, uh, how he approaches the game uh, at the age of 35. And as we all, as we all know, there's uh, another 35-year-old uh, on the tour who, who made it uh, all the way to world number one by the name of Gregory Galche. And he's uh, in the draw this week in Alguna. In fact, I'm picking him to uh, reach the, the final. Uh, he's going to probably end up facing uh, Mohamed Al-Shorbagi, the number one seed. And uh, on the women's side, uh, I'm going with uh, Noor El-Sherbini on the top uh, half of the draw. She's number one, uh, the first seed. And Noor El-Tayeb, the third seed, on the uh, bottom half of the draw. So uh, those are my picks for that tournament. But I'm also picking uh, Borja Golan to get through his first match. Uh, he's up against a qualifier by the name of Kareem Ali Fathi. He got through his uh, qualifying rounds fairly uh, easily. Yesterday he had a, a bit of a tough go, some close games, but he did get through. So uh, he'll be ready for Borja, but Borja's got the, uh, the karma having come on the podcast today. So, uh, anyways, good luck to everybody, all the competitors on the women's and the men's side in the uh, Alguna International, uh, everyone, and enjoy this podcast. It was a good one. Borja Golan. All right, so uh, this is uh, episode uh, 22. Welcome to episode 22 of the uh, In Squash podcast, and today uh, we're very happy to have with us uh, former world number nine. Uh, a man with uh, 30 PS, over 30 PSA titles, multiple Spanish national champions, uh, currently moving back up the rankings, uh, affectionately known as El Toro, Borja Gorlan. Golan is on the podcast. Borja, thank you so much for coming on. Hi, Gary. Thanks so much for the invitation. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes. Uh, so you're on your way to uh, Egypt for the Alguna uh, International uh, event. Uh, you've had a bit of uh, time off from the tour, I guess, now with the Commonwealth Games uh, just finishing up. Um, how do you feel and how's your game at the moment? I mean, I felt good. I played uh, last tournament in Macau a few weeks ago. It was not the, the best tournament. I mean, I didn't play my best squash, but, you know, there are better weeks than others. And uh, I'm really motivated to finish the, se the season well on a high. And I play now Elguna, uh, then British. And I was for two weeks training well at home, resting at home uh, with my family, with with my coach training. And yeah, hopefully I can do well in these uh, last two tournaments. And yeah, I'm feeling good. So that's that's important. That's great. Yeah. Home is uh, Santiago, uh, Spain. Is that? Yeah, my home is Santiago, where I I I born there. I start my squash there and. 
like all my professional career I was living in Santiago and yeah it's a beautiful city small city in the northwest of Spain uh, I mean it's not many many international players but I have uh, one Carlos Cornes which is uh, my partner and I my squad partner and I train with him every day and and then Jesus Soto, which is my coach, that helped me a lot. And um, yeah, it's a good uh, setup for, for training and, and prepare for the tournaments. That's great. Now, I noticed you've uh, got a qualifier uh, in the first round. Uh, I was looking through the qualifying draw, and uh, as you know, uh, there are no tough, there are no easy first round matches. Uh, any, any guys in there you, you, uh, you probably don't want to have a first round match with? Uh, and nowadays it's uh, so tough all the tour. I mean, I'm in the position now 20, 24. Uh, hopefully, I can improve a little bit in the next months. But I mean, anyone coming from the qualification will be a very tough match. It will be very, very equal to my level. So I know it will be 50 50. And I just uh, try to use my experience and, and play my best. Just give everything you have inside. and. And then, yeah, uh, fight for the wing because a wing is very difficult nowadays in, in a super serious event. So, yeah, that's my goal and uh, hopefully I, I can play well. At least I don't play number one, number two in the world will, will be, you know, a tougher draw. Yeah. Um, yeah, playing a qualifier is more a player of my level. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, I have a good chance. So, hopefully I can, yeah, play my best. Yeah, uh, I'm just just looking through that draw, the qualifying draw. I mean, uh, you've got half the guys are, are Egyptian, and probably some of them we you may not have heard of before, but they're likely to be quite talented. Uh, that's always a, a sort of a, a difficult thing to do, isn't it? Play against a guy you haven't played maybe many times before. Yeah, I mean it's very difficult, and there are many young players coming, uh, mostly from Egypt. But, I mean, yeah, you can have a few guys that you don't know, but I think the most of the guys uh, you know already. And, and maybe it will be a few surprises on the draw. But if it's not surprises, all the top six on the quali, I played them before and I know them well. So, yeah, yeah I mean, uh, playing with Egyptian at home, it will be difficult, you know, because they are really motivated there. But like I said before, it's... Uh, uh, I, I prepare really well. I have the experience, and I I just go uh, with a lot of motivation, and, and I want to you know have fun there on the court and and play my best. Hopefully, I can I can do well and uh, yeah win this first match, which is my my goal for the tournament. Well, I'm sure uh, if you hadn't heard of them, uh, they'll they'll certainly know you. So that'll that'll uh, give you a little bit of an advantage. Uh, they probably uh, know who you are. So uh, now you you, you mentioned. Uh, Again, you grew up, born in Santiago, Spain. Uh, prior to, to you, uh, there was a, a Spanish player by the name of Austin Adaraga, who was the, uh, the best ever uh, Spaniard until you came along. I guess he reached world number 11 in 1993, around that time. Did you have any um, contact with Austin, and did he influence your game uh, at all throughout the years? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 of course, the name of Austin, it was, uh, I started my, I won my first tournament under 10 in 93. So when Austin find his belt ranking, I just started my, my squad when I was 9, 10 years. Right. I mean, I always hear his name. He was always, uh, you know, uh, like the, you know, the star in Spain. By then, the squad was really big in Spain and, and he was the star. He was, uh, you know, in the top of the squad, Spanish ranking. 
and also he reached the semi-final of uh, World Open, I think in ninety ninety four, I think. Yeah, he played John uh, yeah. in that in that match. He, uh, he did well too. He played very well. Yeah, I think he won a game. Um, yeah, he won a game and a couple close games. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, for me, it was always an example. And I, I think I, I, I was able to practice with him with a few more kids uh, when I was 10, but I can't, can't remember that moment because it was a really long time ago. But I, I remember one day he was in Madrid. Uh, I just contacted him by Facebook and, and we met uh, for a lunch. And it was yeah great for me you know, see him because I never saw him face to face. And, and he's part of the story of the of this. Spanish sport and we can talk about many things and yeah it was a great guy and great experience for me to meet him so yeah. it was all, always uh, you know I, I know he reached uh, did you say 11 10 9 in the world I think it was uh, 11, 11. I think. yeah 11 yeah. yeah so I mean for sure when I started playing the PSA it was not my goal because I I remember when I started my goal was get to the top 100 then top 70 but when I was closing to the top 25, I start, you know, uh, putting my marks to, to, you know, to to get better than him because he was this, the fir- the best Spanish ever. So my next, group, my my goal was to maybe maybe try to to make the top ten and yeah, it's, it was hard, but finally I, I made it. Absolutely, yeah. I was just I watched uh, that match a little bit of it uh, today, the the Adaraga Khan match, and his legs were huge. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I never see many many matches of that. Uh, I saw some clips of that, and I hear about Austin, the, one of the best. Of course, the technique was very good, but I think he was uh, characteristic because of his movement. He was a really good mover, yeah. and I hear many. He was like a cat, you know, jumping and moving that well, you know. And, and yeah, it was a yeah shame that I I I couldn't be on the same time as him because probably it will be good for both, you know, for pushing each other and, you know, and yeah. play with players of, of that level and of that, you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for me, it was good to, to have Austin before my my era because uh, it gave me motivation to fight for new goals. And yes, thanks for him just to show us the way to go, you know, up of the rankings. That's great. That's great. Um, now, in your career, uh, obviously, uh, you reached, uh, you got to the top 10, which is much uh, better than your original uh, goal of the top 100. Uh, you, made, you made it to uh, number nine in the world in 2009, which must have been a really uh, bittersweet moment for you to get to that number uh, nine in the world top 10 position and then to have that uh, serious uh, knee injury at the same time almost. Uh, up until that injury occurred, uh, take us through the the year or so leading up to what brought you to the top ten in the world, because uh, you must you were playing some tremendous squash then. Yeah, I remember I was um, yeah when I was twenty, I moved to England, I improved my squash, but then I was coming back to Spain, studied for three four years the journalism degree and. And my level, you know, stays there, not not improved that much. And then after 23, I I st- I, I move again to play full time. And then that two years take me to the position around top 20, top 25. And then it was that year when I, uh, I think, yeah, 2000 between 2008 September 2008 until 2009 when I played my best squash. I won a few tournaments, I make a few quarterfinals of the Super Series events and and yeah, it was 
I don't know. I I think the level was similar like one year ago, but just the confidence. I started to to win matches three two before I remember I lost like eight nine matches out of ten of three two, and and one year later was opposite. All the matches I won three two. Sorry, I played for three two. It was for me. So I think sometimes just the level is the same, but just the confidence how you how mentally strong you are. It makes you win more matches, and I think. It was that what bring me to the to the top ten, just the, the that extra confidence, I think. Yeah, uh, but uh, then you have the the injury in two thousand nine, uh, right at the moment when you re- when you achieve that top ten position. Uh, what must have been going through your mind at that time to get that far, and then to have to go through the long rehab that you had to go through? Yeah, it was a uh, mixed feelings because uh, I remember I was uh, playing Colombia the final of uh, Colombian Open against David Palmer, and I was uh, I think ten nine up match ball in the fifth game after a brutal match the day before with Miguel Angel Rodriguez uh, in two hours, and <laughs> and yeah, I mean I was really happy, you know, to be in the final, and and suddenly I was really tired, of course, because of that two matches, and in one movement I just my knee just went, I mean, my muscle didn't support my knee and, and I just break my AC, you know, I made the ACL, which I yeah. tore my, my knee. Uh, yeah, and then I didn't know because I have one week later the tournament in Ecuador and I went to the doctor in Colombia and he told me it's fine, I just have a little, a little, yeah, a little thing on the knee, it should be fine in four or five days, so I was not too unhappy because I say, oh, maybe I can play in, in Ecuador and in Quito. Then in Quito, I was doing treatment there, but I entered in the court just to, to make the warming up before my match, my first round match, and it was impossible to, to play. So then I came back to Spain, I made the x-ray and yeah, appeared that it, it was a tear on my, on my ACL. So yeah, it was tough because I know it will be at least six months to recover and and all, all these years fighting for that position in the top 10, it was my highest ranking. And, and I could defend that position because I know in the next seven, eight months, couldn't compete. And I saw my opponents improving his squash. And, and I was so myself for the first two months, so showing my ranking going down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's not the best feeling. But once I made the operation and I, I set up for me uh, goals and... And since the first month, I, I started to, you know, uh, putting me marks, used to improve. Uh, and I think it was, at the end, it was good. I, I was, it was, uh, I was stronger player after my injury, mentally, uh, physically. And, and I think, yeah, in the ranking was not great, but for myself, like a player and as a person, I think it helped me a lot, this, this injury. Yeah, well, you see in a lot, a lot of top uh, athletes like yourself, when, they're in, when they go through that type of injury and they've spent a little bit of time away, they seem to come back even stronger, which uh, I think you managed to do. And only your second tournament back after the injury, you uh, I believe it was the uh, La Chiotas International. Is that right? Which one, sorry? The, your second tournament back from injury, the La, uh, La Ciotat? La Ciotat, yeah, yes, La yes. Ciotat, yeah, uh, yeah, in France. You, yeah. Went through, uh, you went through qualifying in 2010 and, and won that event. How, uh, how gratifying was that? How did I that mean, I was, it was many, many months uh, training hard. And sometimes you feel good, sometimes you don't feel good. And 
and you have to keep going. So it was great. I mean, I remember the first few tournaments I play, I, I, I just enjoy playing squats again because like five months before I was on my sofa, I couldn't shower by myself. I couldn't <laughs> yeah. do anything by myself, you know, and suddenly you are on the court again. I mean, that's great. It's, uh, I, I, I didn't mind lose or win. I just want to compete enjoy the core again enjoy the sports and and of course uh, you are really motivated because you you didn't play for one year you lost many 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 points and and you just won as well and yeah it was great uh, coming to that tournament and and you have to play qualification but at the end it was worth it i have to do it for you know for maybe four five six tournaments and then it's slowly i could start again entering the, in the in the big tournaments yeah, and uh, I guess three years uh, after your injury, you managed to uh, get back into the top 10 again in 2013. Uh, which one felt better? Uh, the first time you got to the top 10 or the, the most recent one in 2013? I mean, the first one, it was really special because I always, I never believed I could be a top 10 player, you know, coming from a country as Spain uh, with... You know, we didn't have uh, many players on there, which is not normal for us. And, and also for me, I never realized I could I could get there. But but yeah, the second time, I mean, also it was very special because I I was going down to 106 in the wall or something like that. And it was really nice to come back again uh, to top 10. And, and actually, I could do my best ranking, which was top 5. So it was in, I think, April of 2014. So I think it was really special. And I always be, you know, uh, really, really, really grateful to, to my coaches, to my family, to my wife to support me all, all this time. Because without them, it sounds uh, uh, like typical, but without them, you like cannot do that. Yeah. Sorry? Like, like a cliche. Yeah, yeah, like a cliche, but I think yeah. it's... I mean, uh, it, these true. people is so important, and, and yeah, yeah, and you do you when you train very hard, when you make your goals to to be better, you don't do by yourself all the time. You do because other people is with you, and and you wanna show them that you you can do it. So I think that that's a really important part of, of my life. Yeah, well, um, and now you're you're 35 uh, years old. Uh, you're not the only 35 year old uh, playing out there these days and, and competing. Uh, Gregory Gaultier reached uh, world number one at 35. So, and, and he was saying to me, uh, he was on my podcast a, a little while ago, and he was saying how he's yeah. feeling that he just adjusts his training. He, he's got a new routine that uh, he has to uh, follow in order to stay competitive, but it's working for him. Uh, how about you? Uh, at the age of 35, what changes uh, have you made, or do you need to make in order to? Uh, I, I know you're going to go on another run to the top 10. I can feel it. What are you going to do to to achieve that at your age? I mean, you have to change things. I mean, you have one thing that is really important, and it's uh, that you understand much better the game now than 10 years ago or five years ago. You're always learning on that. The strategy experience uh, to know the game better to to know how to react in different situations so I think we are improving all the time this and I think I'm better now than one year ago but of course you have to uh, physically uh, you have to be careful because you cannot train as hard as you when you were like maybe 25 
you know, you if if I train like that, I will be injury all the time. So <laughs> I just want to be fresh for the tournaments. Yeah. I know I have to take care of my back, take care of my knees, take care of my neck. Everything is so important. Um, and yeah, I mean, every detail is more important nowadays than 10 years ago because uh, I cannot improve much more now. When you are 20, 22, you can improve so many, many, many things that doesn't matter little details. But when you are at that date, and I am now with 35, you cannot improve more. So you can improve certain things, but you also uh, go down in other things. And, and I think, yeah, I am... For the moment, uh, I'm taking care of my weight much more than before and my diet, uh, you know, my rest, my massages, my physiotherapy, all that has to be more important. Before good, it used to be important. All that good Spanish food, Borja, well, how do you manage that? <laughs> I, I, I think on, 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 I take one day off, so Saturday on Sunday, I can have uh, a free meal. So yeah, it's okay. perfect because then you enjoy more. The problem is you eat every day that Spanish food and you don't enjoy it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now, uh, I know you recently uh, signed with, uh, with, I, with I Squash. Uh, how, how do you enjoy their new line of uh, squash products? They've got string. I know that uh, a buddy of mine was just, he was telling me he really likes their string, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, I stay with I. This is my fifth year with I, so I know the brand really well now. Uh, it came to my career when I was on my highest, uh, when I was, uh, yeah, top six, top seven uh, on the wall. Um, it was great. Uh, they, they treat me like we are like a small family. Like They treat the players so well. And, and yeah, I'm really happy with the material because the, when I started with them, the rockets were good, but now are much better because, you know, uh, the, the brand is growing up and is improving his uh, materials. Um, yeah, I'm really happy. The strings, the grips, the rackets, the, the cloth. I'm very happy. And the line is very, very, how you say, very young, very uh, fresh. modern and fresh. Um, yeah, I'm really happy with them. I'm really happy with the rackets, which is, I think, very important for, for a player to be, be comfortable with his equip equipment. Great. Now, Borja, I know you got to. I know you got to run. So, thank you so much for your time. Just one last quick question: Any new, any good movies you've seen lately? Any good movies? Oh, I saw many, but not many good ones. <laughs> Which one should I see? ninety percent. <laughs> um, oh, I can't remember now. The problem is like I saw the most of them in Spanish, and oh. then the the subtitle changed so much. Uh, the title changed so much to English. But today, I think I will see another two in the in the in the plane. I normally check when I'm traveling on the planes mainly. So yeah, uh, not sure yet, but yeah, I can tell you there are not very good ones in the last. So I don't. I'm not gonna tell you one now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Borja, uh, thank you so much uh, for for spending time with me on the podcast. Uh, just want to wish you all the best at Alguna. And uh, good luck in that tournament, and good luck uh, over the next uh, few years. I know you've got some good squash uh, over the next few years in here. So uh, all the best, Borja. Thank you so much for that, Gary, and hopefully I can see you soon. Take care, man. Absolutely. Cheers. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Well, that was a good, uh, good interview, uh, Borja. Thank you so much uh, for giving us uh, your time uh, today. I know uh, you were busy and on your way to uh, Egypt uh, by heading to uh, Madrid by train. So uh, many thanks for uh, 
giving us your time today on the podcast. And good luck against Kareem Ali Fathy later on today. Uh, and also good luck to all the other competitors on, in, the, uh, in the draw in Alguna. Thanks, everyone, so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, we've got some good ones coming up, so keep on listening, keep on commenting, keep on sharing, and uh, keep on enjoying your squash. Have a great day. Bye-bye.